Good evening, Bards Nation. This is Duncan from Kilted Christian. I'm going to be uh, running tonight's Fishers of Mint. Tonight is September 13th, 2022. Um, I may be running these uh, these shows until he gets back. <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. He is doing everything he can to make sure that you guys have shows prepared. So at the very least, I can run those shows so that you still have a place to hang out and chat, converse with each other, and unify, which is what we need more than anything right now. little update. Santa Claus update on Scott and his travels. He is now heading back west. He finished a wonderful weekend with the Resistance Chicks and is now working his way back over. I believe he has another event. If I'm not mistaken, it's Nebraska, which with Dr. Merrick. Um, I believe he will be attending that, but our eyes right now are on the news because if you guys haven't heard, uh, 24 seems to be a pretty significant date. Normally, um, I don't really put too much into dates, but this didn't come from an Anon in theories. This actually came from... Uh, from the German, um, they had a, a some some event the other day where one of the uh, major people spoke, and he mentioned that 24th would be a day that we need to watch. It would be a day where a major event would happen, and we would all remember this for the rest of our lives, and we would all know exactly where we were and remember where we were when this took place. And first thing that my mind went to was 9-11, um, because uh, if you guys remember, when that took place, everybody knew exactly where they were we did not forget we remember where we were sitting when we flipped on that television and watched the news unfold um but it's not saying it's going to be a bad event it's just saying it's going to be something that we all remember boy would i love more than anything if all these people were rounded up and arrested that would be the greatest thing ever and if that happens i can guarantee you at the very least if, if uh, scott's not home yet i will be live all day long bringing you a play-by-play of how that goes down very interesting how this is unfolding Many of you may have heard that uh, 
one of the last things the queen put, I'm not sure if it was into her will or something. She doesn't want anybody other than world leaders um, coming to participate in her, uh, her laying the rest or her funeral. Um, that being said, she also said that those uh, same people are not allowed to fly in private jets, that they are basically expected to take commercial flights. And when they do land, they're all going to be on buses. So they're not even allowed to bring their own vehicles to this event. I believe the one exception that was made, which I think is very strange, is our uh, resident in chief right here, Biden, who is allowed to bring the beast um, with him. But we'll see how that goes, guys, because officially, um, according to the law of uh, or, or the rules and the traditions of the monarchy, there's a 10 day of darkness or 10 day of mourning where everyone wears black. Much of uh, the economy and everything gets shut down during this time of mourning. Well, King Charles has now um, extended this to 17 days instead of 10, which I find to be very interesting because it does break tradition. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where this all goes. Um, I just find it to be very, very, very interesting. So, like I said, as we find out things, we will certainly bring that to you. But earlier um, on Bards FM, Bards ended his show, or Scott ended his show, talking about happiness and uh, the importance of happiness. And I wanted to expand on that a little bit. So I've got a couple of uh, Payne's Angels videos, which I find to kind of line up with what we're dealing with today, not just in our country, but around the world. And it's the same, if you guys listened to my show earlier, I did one, a show on Robert the Bruce. And it's kind of ironic that what they dealt with are this, it's the same thing that we're dealing with right now. The circumstances are very similar. And the big thing is it's the elite groups of the government and world leaders that are going after small, small areas like, for instance, Scotland and, and the story that I told earlier. And how Scotland won its independence in a battle called Bonnockburn, on which you guys have seen in Braveheart. And it wasn't a military against a military because at that time, the military was the British Empire. And the Scots were nothing but a bunch of clans or families that were spread out around Scotland. And Robert the Bruce and uh, William Wallace brought these clans together, just citizens, people of the country, and ended up going to war. Literally four to five to 6,000 Scots ended up going against 25,000 to upwards of 30,000 British military. And they won their freedom for 100 years. And it just goes to show you guys, when you've got Lord Almighty, when you've got God in your heart, it doesn't matter if you're an army of 300 going against an army of a million. When God's got your back, your army becomes unbeatable. And we are in the same exact predicament today where we, the people of not only the United States of America, but the people of the citizens from around the world in each country are going to come together and they're going to fight this, this tyrannical elite that are running the world that have been that has been happening for 2000 plus years. I mean, this could very well go all the way back to the Canaanites. This has been a long game. And the long game is easy when you're being led by the devil who has been on this earth and you know longer than anybody has. He knows what to expect. You know, to him a generation or two generations is is a couple of days. Um no one knows scripture on this earth better than Satan himself, you know, and he tries to utilize this against us. And, you know, one of the big things is Satan counterfeits everything that belongs to Christianity, but he also um, inverses everything that revolves around Christianity. So they do the opposite, you know, reading the Lord's prayer backwards, um, 
certain dates and so forth, they, they mimic and they, and they rub it in our faces. They're, they're really big on their symbology, which is why, you know, what we're dealing with right now with all the symbolic things that are happening, the dates that they pick, um, this all happens for a reason. But one of the biggest things that the devil uses other than deception is the devil brings mischief, but he brings, um, anger. He brings fear. He brings hate. He brings all of these things into this world and he tries to push that on us using temptation and then getting us caught up in these negative emotions, these negative energies. But the Lord Almighty God is none of those things. You know, when you're dealing with the elite and these evil, you know, the Masonic order and so forth, you have a juxtaposition. There's two sides of this coin. One of them is dark and one of them is light, which is why they, they like to take chaos and bring order. They like, um, you know, to have, they got their darkness and they have their light. So the dark side would be Satan himself, Lucifer, or Satan himself. And then the light side would be Lucifer or the angel of light, which is nothing but deception in itself. They have to have the contrast, dark and light. In order for one to exist, the other does, unless you are the Lord Almighty God, because God brings nothing but light. God doesn't need darkness as a contrast. God brings love and light to us. So other than prayer, which is the greatest weapon we have, stronger than any sword, stronger than any gun, stronger than any tank, is prayer. But God also gives us love. He gives us rejoicement, joy. He brings us laughter. And guys, I completely am with you guys with all the chaos that goes in this world, all the negativity on the news, everything that you see. It's a dark place. But remember, there's nothing more important, even during these dark times, than finding that love, than having that laughter, and spending time with all the things that make you happy. Because one of the greatest weapons other than prayer that we are given by the Lord Almighty is love. And how do you destroy hate? You destroy it with love. You destroy it. You don't let them, you don't fall into the trap and, and being caught up in this. And I understand, guys, this is, it's a difficult thing to do. It is really difficult in the days that we're dealing with right now. It's hard not to get worried. It's hard not to have a little fear. It's hard not to have days of anxiety. But fortunately, God has brought you and me and everyone here and all over the place together. As Christians, we're united in, in not, not the blood of man, but the blood of the Lord. We are, we are connected through one of the strongest things in this entire world, and that is being the children of God. And we need to, even during these times, it's more important than ever to find that happiness. So for those of you that are like, listen, I'm not looking for a relationship. We're in the middle of a war. You know what? It's not wrong because, you know, God doesn't want us to be sad, lonely. He wants us to be happy. And if that's bringing love into your life, embrace it. There's no wrong time to do so. Um, I ended up meeting my soulmate in the middle of a war. And how many opportunities throughout your lifetime have you met somebody where you knew what kind of person they truly were? Because often we pretend to be things in order to, you know, make that other person attracted, you know, attracted to us. We wave our feathers. We say things that we really aren't and so forth. But in the middle of a war right here, when you end up coming with somebody, whether it be a friend, whether it be a lover, a male that you like, a female that you like, you know who they are right now because we are in the midst of this war. You know that they're not only committed to this war, that they're going to stand in front of you and take a bullet, but they're also Christians. 
and you really get to see what people are truly like in some of the most horrible situations like what we're dealing with on this earth right now spending time with your family you know we want our children to understand what's happening in this world today because it's important they they bear these scars because you know if it's not time for that rapture if it's not time for jesus to come back to this earth we need to be prepared and we need to make the best of this this time that we have here not only as god's warriors and servants but embracing the things that god wants us to embrace and and that is joy laughter and love and all those beautiful emotions that that god gives to us and we need to do that right now because the more love we have the less evil there is in this world we spread that we don't want to it's not we don't want it to be contagious we want to spread the love and not be pulled into the darkness and you know this is why we need to you know we need to stay calm Slight bear said keep calm we need to stay calm and you know what a little bit of fear is understandable because these are very you know these times are very hard to tell what's going on even if you're some of the greatest researchers out there you know it's hard to tell who's good who's bad the only thing that we know with with 100 surety is that god wins this war and we can't forget that we have to remember that we have to embrace that at every moment anytime that you start to get worried you start to get anxious or, or you're dealing with any of these negative emotions don't be afraid to reach out guys one of the greatest um greatest things that come from doing these podcasts is having everybody come together into one place and to unify because there may be five out of the 300 people that are coming in here there may be five people that are having a horrible day that are being caught up in these negative emotions they can't get out of the funk that they're in but there's hundreds of us that are right there throwing out prayers throwing out love beautiful words letting them understand listen i understand you're having a bad day but we all have your back and there's going to be a day where we wake up and we're feeling that same way like we just can't get out of the chaos that, that's circulating amongst this world and those same people that we lifted up four days ago are going to be there to lift us up but there's no wrong time to ever feel happiness and rejoice even no matter even if you're in the midst of war you know there's always a time to sit back and laugh there's always a time to tell the person that you're standing next to how much you appreciate them how much you love them because simple words can inspire other people to, to get out of the place that they're in it inspires them to to get back on their feet to, to finish that narrow path to walk right into this war without fear because we know one thing we don't know when our time is up god promised us today he didn't promise us tomorrow tomorrow waking up tomorrow and hugging our moms being with our ladies or our men petting our dogs any of that stuff that is a blessing that god gave us he extended time but one thing for sure is that if we were to leave this earth because we don't know when our day ends the only thing we we know when we are born eventually we're gonna die that's a guaranteed but we're going to end up in the home of homes we're going to end up in the place that we are praying to god every single day to bring us to and that's the gates of heaven so even with death upon this earth we're going to end up going to greater places and we're going to die fighting we're going to to our last breath we're going to be preaching the word of god we're going to be trying to pull that one lost soul and hoping that they find themselves and they reach out to the lord almighty in repentance and ask god please forgive me for my sins because we're all sinners and i told you before in the last episode that i did god's been patient with us god even at our worst times god saw perfection 
God watched out for us. He sent angels into our life to pull us out of the dark place that we were and eventually use those times of the tribulations, those, those horrible times in our life to help other people come out of that darkness. Guys, God is the light, but he bestows that light onto us once we have that relationship with, with him and we become the light. A fully dark cave can be illuminated with a single match. And every one of you, we are those matches. We are the ones that are lighting the way so that those people that are lost right now, those souls that are lost, can find their way out of the darkness and, and exit that cave that they've been stuck in. God is, has given us all a task. Some of us were meant to be the great warriors, the warriors that are going to this battle physically. Some of us were meant to be the ones to inspire those warriors to do what they can do. Some of us were meant to tell the story. Some of us were meant to write the story because the history is just as important as anything else because that history is going to be what's carried on by our children so they are reminded about how evil evil can be but more importantly how god has our back and how much righteousness and love he bestows into our life and having that relationship with god is going to pull us through it's going to pull us out of this war it's going to pull us out of this chaos that we're in but eventually the same love and the same gifts that God has given us is going to be what allows us to move forward and not fall back into the same trap that we've fallen into right now. We're going to be aware of the sins and the tactics and, and the deception that they've put onto us throughout our entire lives. And we can just hope that we win this war in God's name because we know one way or the other God wins, whether it be right now through a, a, a revolution or whether it be the rapture and all of us are heading up in the heaven, looking down at what's going to be transpiring because the last thing you want is not to have that relationship with Christ. And there is no better time than right now to get that relationship with God and not to be embarrassed, but to be proud of that relationship that you have with God to where no matter where you walk, whether it be in a grocery store or anywhere where you can have a simple conversation with somebody, and it may be somebody who's already on that track that you say something that inspires them to go out and do their duty and spread the word of God. Or it may be someone that doesn't know God yet and your actions inspire them to start that narrow path. Like I said, not many of us were born with that relationship. If you were, you were very, very lucky. Many of us have had hard times in our lifetime. Many of us have come out of the darkness and ended up where we are right now, not only having the relationship with God, but being one of God's best warriors. He picked the A-team, guys. We are all here right now to serve God and to be his greatest warriors. He handpicked every single one of us to be here for this moment. What a great honor that is. Speaking of warriors in this, this great land, um, many of you may have heard that uh, Mike Lindell was uh, approached by the FBI today. And he had his uh, he had um, his phone seized and some other things seized by the FBI. But just like in the Bible in the past, where apostles and disciples ended up imprisoned, you know they could have they could have been bummed out about it and whined and cried. Most of them didn't. What did they do? They utilized that time in the place that God put them, and they witnessed for God, and they woke up some some thieves. They, they woke up some prostitutes. They woke up some, some of the most the evil people in this world. They preached the name of God and turned those people around to goodness. So even in the situations where, um, where people feel like we're, we're the most lost and like, how did I end up in this place? You know, I love God. I worship God and I ended up in prison. 
they were put there for a reason. And God knew what that reason was. And a great example was January 6th, Coy Griffin. Um, he was the one who led Cowboys for Trump. He stood on the steps on January 6th of the Capitol building, never once entered, not one foot into that Capitol building. But instead, he held the Bible in his hands and he read scripture and he prayed for everybody. That's what he did. And he was arrested for it. And oddly enough, he ended up being put into the cell next to the shaman, the, the patriot shaman that you guys all hear about. And what did he do? He tore pages out of the Bible and he handed them scripture so that the shaman next door could find God in the time where they're all imprisoned. It's taking advantage of terrible situations and making the best of it because you wouldn't be there if God didn't have a purpose for you to be there. And that's why we need to embrace it, just like Mike Lindell today. And I'm going to play this clip for you real quick. This man utilized a situation which would have scared most of us, and he witnessed for God. I thought it was just amazing. Listen to this. Hey, Griswold, here's what I told him. I said, you guys are going to be on my 6 o'clock Lindell report all over the world. And he goes, oh, the, with this corruption. And he goes, and the, the head FBI guy goes, uh, he goes, Mike, why are you saying it's corrupt? Like there, I said, no, not you guys. You're just doing your job. I get it, but you're being weaponized by an evil person, Jenna Griswold, the Secretary of State of Colorado. You're getting weaponized by our own government against citizens that have done nothing but said, "Hey, we can't have we can't have these electronic voting machines." I said, "It's disgusting." I said, "Now you're taking away from me the way only way I do my business, Brandon." I how, wait, you but know, how how did they respond Brandon, to that? He got, they're just doing his job. And he said, and I said, why are you, what has our country become? I told him, they sat and talked to me. They, you know, I don't know how far we even talked to you. The hunter is his brother. One of the guy's brother had read my book and he goes, he goes, man, with your past, he goes, uh, and he says, you, you know, it's American dream, you know, or the American, you know. So I these said, guys are not like, antagonistic at all. It sounds like. No, to no. I talked to him about God. I said, yeah, I said, you know. I said, we're in the greatest revival for Jesus Christ in history. I was trying to witness to the guy. and he. Uh, <laughs> There's the headline. Was, Mike Lindell leading FBI agents Christ. There are your headlines. <laughs> exactly. That, no, I was. And, they, and, uh, and I, I mean, they, they uh, um, but the one guy, you know, I said, you know, what have we become as a nation, as a country, where our own government protects in our, in our own media? Are you listening, Cheryl, and all of you out there? Charlie, if you're watching. Emma Brown, if you're watching. Anybody, all you journalists out there, what have we become as a nation when our own government, this is what they did in Nazi Germany, everybody. They're attacking uh, citizens, gold star moms. They're atta attacking companies like I told Charlie today before I even told him he's probably watching about the FBI. I didn't know, I didn't know to tell him that or not because it was happening right during when I was talking to him about uh, 20 minutes later and he's doing a whole story out there. Um, the New York Times, I said, Charlie, if you write a good article, maybe it wouldn't be the failing New York Times anymore. You know, I said, and uh, no, and I and I told him a couple of journalists, one was for the New York Times once, and they read my book and they actually wrote wrote the truth. And I read the Washington Post article, Brandon, a couple of days ago. I said, this guy was a real journalist, at least partially. It, it, it was torn. He actually wrote some things that were the news, and it was about the cast vote record. You couldn't even lie about the cast vote records that it shows the corruption. It's either it's either machine manipulation. You know, in this age, people like Mike Lindell are the new apostles and disciples. They're doing their job. And 
just like the prisoners in the Bible, just like the disciples in the Bible that ended up in prison that utilized that time to spread the word, it's exactly what Lindell just did. And I have a lot of respect, admiration, and love for him because instead of, you know, being scared, he embraced the Lord and he witnessed, he witnessed God and Jesus to the FBI agents. How amazing is that? You know, I, I just, I hope that if any of us are ever put into a situation like that, then we follow that lead and we do the great thing. And in this world, we've had a lot of people that we thought were patriots. We thought were on our side and we've been let down. There's a lot of them. I've met many people that I just had absolute respect for that turned out to be not so good. And I'm not going to mention any of those names because we have different views on, on who those people are, but in this chaos, in, in, the, in a time where you don't know who you can trust, you still have people like Mike Lindell out there who are doing exactly what they need to be doing and inspiring us to do the same thing because we have that courage too. God gives us the courage to do what's right, to utilize every moment that he gives us, whether it be good or bad, to make the best of it, to take those lemons and make the best lemonade you've ever had. Mike Lindell is one person that I absolutely love and respect. And, you know, he's a great guy and he's one of the few people in this world, not only in this country, who is the most patriotic person I think that we have, but he's also more importantly, a Christian and he is not shy to talk about it. We don't need to be either. We need to be loud. This is the time right here, guys, where we need to be prepared and we need to witness. We need to be as loud as we possibly can. We need to stand on a soapbox in the middle of a city and talk about God to, you know, we, we may preach it to a hundred people and we may have one soul that, that we not, that we can't say, but we can put into the direction of the person who can say them, which is the Lord almighty. This is our job right now. Greatest weapon we have is making our army bigger prayers, um, doing everything that we possibly can to serve Christ and God in the best way that we can, but building our armies, because while we're building our army, every soul that we lead down that narrow path in order to find God, not only strengthens our army, but it weakens theirs. So we're not taking them off the battlefield. We're just moving them over to our side. And that's the thing is when you have that relationship, when you find God, you, you can feel it. Your heart lights up. You can find the beauty in a wilted rose. Everything makes sense. God is absolutely amazing. And we're so lucky to have that relationship. And we're all making those efforts and those steps every day to avoid the sin and the deception that the, the devil puts in our way. But going forward, like, Bear, you, you're always right ahead of me, man. Mission forward. Um, and doing what we possibly can right now. Everything. Everything that we do is important right now. Because, like I said, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We don't know when Christ is coming back. Tomorrow may be too late. Today is that day. And like I said, you know, guys, we, we, as Christians, want everyone to find that same relationship. We're not selfish. We're loving. And that is, the, that is what's granted by God. That's why we need to be patient with those that we call our enemies right now, because that enemy could end up being the greatest ally that we've ever had. We don't know. We don't know how that goes. But like I said, we'll never know unless we make that attempt and, and, and we try. So I've got a, a video that I'm going to play right now. And this video is called Love Will See Us Through. As time passes, things I have read in the past start to gain more meaning. For instance, those that say do not know, and those who know do not say. True leaders lead through example, not through words. And true heroes are not made, 
but manifestations of their heroic actions. In the past four years, we have watched evil take its stand, and where some men cowered, we watched others rise to the occasion. We got a president who was taking arrows for all the people, and a general who has momentarily lost a battle so that we could eventually win a war. Like with many other men and women who are doing the same, the Patriots of America has started to see truth, gain hope, and have become inspired by these actions and stepped up, becoming heroes in their own right. One thing we often forget to acknowledge is while those heroes are forced to endure the hardships of war, their families are taking the bullets along with them. I wanted to take this moment and not only extend my gratitude to those on the front lines, but those that have to endure the pain and sorrow along with them. The mothers, the fathers, sisters, brothers, grandparents, and children. You are just as important in this war because the love, support, and prayers are what will always give a hero the courage and the love for God to move beyond their fears. Because a man who fears nothing has nothing to love, and a man with nothing to love is already dead. So God bestows that love to us. And I know it's hard some days, you know, not to fear because it's the unknown. And we see, you know, like Bear said a moment ago, their phasers are set to kill. Guys, they want to remove us. They want to remove us not because just because we're patriotic and we love a world, we love our country. But most importantly, they want to remove us because we love God and we love Jesus. And the more hate, um, oh, Nancy, this is called, a, this was called um, love will see us through. But they, they want to remove all love and all of God's children from this earth. And the more they hate on us, the more they hate on Christians, the more I know we're on that right path because we are the greatest enemy that they could have. You know, we think that our swords and our guns will be powerful, but there's nothing more powerful than just simply the name Jesus, Yahshua, Yahweh, whatever you call him. There is no greater weapon in this world than that name. And I tell you, if I ever come face to face with a demon, I'm going to be saying Jesus on repeat over and over again, watching them fall to their knees and deteriorate into a bunch of ash because of the power of God. And God gives us this, this power down here on this earth to represent him, to be his, vo to be his voice, to be his feet, to be his arms. Guys, we are here for a purpose. We're not, this is a happenstance. This isn't what the atheists and the scientists think, you know, it was a big boom and boom, we were all created. No, 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 no. We were created by God. God created space. He created time. He created matter. And he stood on the outside of it. Everything that exists in this world that we know of exists inside that paradigm while God sits on the outside because he was the creator. But he picked us all, like I said earlier, to be here for this time, to stand up, to fight, to be those heroes on this earth. Because one deed of somebody, one action that somebody does can inspire others to do the same. One act of courage inspires courage. One act of nobility inspires more nobility. One act of God's love inspires more love of God to other people. Just by witnessing what we did, it takes one person to start a revolution and then the rest will follow. Well, that person that's starting this revolution is God. He is our general. God is leading this war. We are all his servants. We are on equal ground here, guys. None of us are better than the other. Just because somebody is bigger, burly, that, that is 
has the ability to be more successful walking into an actual battle doesn't mean the small people don't have a greater purpose too. Like I said, we're the storytellers. We're the ones that are going to write the books, keep the history, inspire those great warriors. Guys, everything that we do is part of this one big giant military that God has created. And every one of us are part of it. So don't ever think that because somebody can do something that you can't doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't any less or more important. We're all on equal grounds. And every step that someone takes inspires the steps of another takes down the road. This is the brilliance of, of God's big plan. He wrote the script. He knew the moment that you were conceived and put into your mother's womb, what your purpose on this earth was going to be. Even during the darkest times of your life, he put you there for a reason. And it may have been a horrible experience at the time, but look how strong you came out. You, and you developed a bigger strength because of the trials that God put you through. And it's no different when we pray. Dear Lord, give me strength. Dear Lord, give me courage. You know, we, we may expect that courage and that strength to come right to us because we prayed for it. But God doesn't hand you anything. He makes you work for it. He wants you to build that courage. He wants you to build that strength. So what happens when God answers a prayer? He puts you into a situation that allows you to gain what you just prayed for. And it's not always pretty, but guess what? It's always pretty when you come out on the other end because you, like I said, you were a stronger warrior. You've got more courage. You've got more love. God only hands you things that are going to end up bettering yourself in the long run. And some days it's hard. Some days you're like, oh, dear Lord, why did you put me in this situation? I love you. I'm, I'm one of your devoted servants. Why did you put me here? And God was like, because when I put you into that situation, I knew you could handle it or I wouldn't have put you in that situation. When I set you off on that mission, I didn't send you off on a mission that you were going to fail. I'm God. I'm going to bring you through that mission. We're going to go through this together. Somebody said, God is my co-pilot. And someone V came back and said, God is the pilot. Heck yeah, God's the pilot. And we're lucky to have that. But he has picked us all. Like I said, he's given us all these different strengths and these different abilities and skills in order to, to do what we're doing right now. And if we were all had the same ability to do the same thing, imagine all the other things that wouldn't get done. No, 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 no. When God put us on this earth, he said, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, and you're going to do this. And this is how we're going to be successful. We're not going to be successful because of one of God's children. We're going to be successful because of the work and the unity of all of God's children. And that is a, the, a beautiful thing to think about. You know, when I think of God, whenever I'm having a bad day, you know, first thing I do is pray. And then I remember the sacrifice that, that Jesus sacrificed in order to, to give us even the ability to get into heaven at some point, because we're all humanly imperfect, perfect in the Lord's eyes, because he knows where we're going, but we're imperfect here. And we have to, to take every day as a different day. We're, we're making those steps as individual steps, which ultimately end up bringing us to the point that God wants us to get to. And we may get impatient. That's one thing that I have to pray to God often. It's like, God. Please give me patience because on any given day, I'm ready to pull the sword from the sheath and run into war. I'm ready to pull the rocks out of my pocket that I've been collecting and start chunking them at these evil people. It's just not that time yet. This revolution right now is a passive revolution. It's a revolution of information. It's a revolution of unity. And we may very well get to the point. One day, we may very well get to that point 
where it ends up being God choosing um, what we would consider violence, just like with, with uh, David, just like at Jericho. You know, we may end to that point, but it's going to be on his time, not ours. And like my brother Jeff always says to me, he goes, Duncan, you won't have a question of when that time is. You will know it. Your heart will light up and everyone else will be too. And we'll know where our direction is. But right now, our point is to get people prepared for what's coming. And most importantly, introduce them to God if they don't know him yet. Introduce them to that narrow path. Show them how beautiful our life is, having that relationship with God. And you know what? Your life can be the same way. God saved me years and years ago. And now, you know, look at this. We're all coming together and we're talking about God. I would have never have thought that a long time ago. But everyone is worth saving because whether you know God or not, we're still the children of God. God loves us all the same and God has hope for us. But that hope, that relationship with God can't come to everybody unless we talk about it. We praise God. We do it openly so that they can understand them. I mean, there's there's tribes that are in the middle of nowhere that just don't have the Bible, that don't understand that. But all it does, one person going in there and explaining that and showing them what God is and the relationship you can have with them, and it changes the world. And that's the thing, is that God has is going to change this world. There's been so many times in the past where God has had to destroy evil, whether it be a flood, whether it be the removal of Sodom and Gomorrah and all those cities that lie in between. He's had to destroy evil. The difference this time is Christ because all that stuff happened before Christ. Christ is our way out. Christ is our way to fix this. Christ is our way to get into heaven. And we're lucky that we had that opportunity because like I said, there was a time where we may not have been so lucky, but they recognized that we are sinners. They recognized how evil this world can be with the devil roaming around with his little minions, deceiving us, um, sending us into just constant deception and temptation. God knows this, but God also knows that with him and a relationship with him, we are invincible. We've got a strength that, that no other army in this world can have. And the beauty is it's not America. It's not Canada. It's not the United Kingdom or Australia. It's the entire world. And the world is going to wake up and the world's going to start praying more and more. And when you've got billions of people around the world praying, amazing things can happen through God's word. And we can't ever forget that, guys, which is why it's important to build this army up, to make more of us than there ever were before. I'm watching more and more people, thank goodness, come around to Christianity. And it makes me feel so good. Every time I see somebody giving a testimony, whether it be on social media or anything else, it just fills my heart with great joy that they're finally finding that path. And there's no wrong time. The, the only wrong time is tomorrow. The, the right time, like I said, is today because we don't know what tomorrow brings. And it's the same thing. What Scott keeps talking about, getting prepared, making sure that you have what you need, whether it be food and water, until we get to that point. Um, most important thing we could have in a bug out bag, our Bible, because eventually they're going to try to take them away once they come for our guns, unless we don't allow them to. And we're not going to let it get to that point because we know what our duty is. We know why we're here. And we know that lifting each other up and bringing us to that point together is how we're going to defeat this enemy. It's how we're going to feed the, the demons. God's the only one, and, and maybe St. Michael, according to Scripture, is the one that's going to defeat the devil. But we can defeat those, those minions. We can defeat the, the demons that the devil has running around this earth. We can remove the elite and the tyranny from all these governments around the world. 
but we need to come together. And the only way that we're going to truly come together to win this war is in the name of God. And like I said, of all the movies that you've watched, of all the books that you've read, how often do you know how it ends? We are lucky. We're lucky to know how this ends. And we can't forget that. Every time you get down, every time you get sad, angry, feel like you're defeated, just remember, God wins. This right here is a law. This is a law to wake people up. And I'm watching it happen more and more every day. Every day I go to Twitter or I go to any of the social media sites, I see more and more people reaching out to prayer. And it was a time where that bummed me out. I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel bad for all the people right now. They're in a place where everyone's just needing people to pray for them. And then I stopped for a moment. I was like, whoa, that's not a bad thing. That's a brilliant thing. The more prayers that I see just means that there's more people that are coming to God and realizing the importance of God. We've forgotten God. Our country was, was based on religious values and we've walked away from it. We're in a time today where they're going after our children because, you know, if they can ruin the children right now, if they can brainwash them and indoctrinate them, then they don't have to worry about what they're going to go heading for because this is going to be what's left on this earth. And then they're trying to destroy the elders. The elders are the ones that bring the, the experience and the wisdom. They're the ones that are going to teach us how we need to go, which what direction we need to go, and how to do it with values and love. That's why they're trying to remove the elders. They're trying to destroy this earth. And most importantly, they're trying to remove God's children, which is why they're pushing the LGBTQ. They're wish the transgender, creating gender confusion, because eventually these people aren't going to be procreating anymore. Lots of these people that are liberals, they don't even want to admit that, that um, the importance of, of procreation. They're like, I don't want to have children. Well, you know what? This is God separating the wheat from the chaff, because eventually those people that feel that way, that are so indoctrinated, they're going to they're going to die out at some point because they're not breeding. They're going to realize that just like you can't take a wolf and a tiger and create some new creature, they can't procreate and, and create life together. It's the same thing with a man and a man, a woman and a woman, transgender. So that's what they're doing is they're confusing the world. They're making them, they're destroying the idea and the importance of the nuclear family because a nuclear family is based on what God is. It's love. It's unity. It's families growing together and going to church together, discussing the word together. They want to get rid of that completely. Be, and, and, and the thing is, is, you know, be like me. I'm cocky about it. I'm like, you know what? You guys want to get rid of the Christians? I'm going to be even better Christian right now. All you're doing is encouraging me to just stay on that line, to walk that narrow path, to read scripture, to spread that word. Because the more you hate me, the more God's love shows through me. And it's like that with every one of you. Remnant says it perfect. Double down. And that's exactly what we need to do right now is we need to double down. We need to double down in God's love. We need to double down in God's courage. And we need to walk away from those nasty tricks, deception, evil emotions that the devil tries to pose on us every day to the demons that run this earth. Because eventually that devil's going to be bound up in the pits of hell. And he's nothing he's ever going to be able to do. Mankind is going to come back to God and we're going to start this world over again in a more beautiful way with God first in the morning and then God at the end of the night. Like I said, every day is going to be God from point A to point B, and it's going to be instilled in our children and all of our families going forward, which is why I always I stress the point of how important it is that our children bear the scars 
generations from now, 20 generations from now, they need to bear the scars of what's taking place today. They need to be able to look down at their arm and see that scar that took place and remember how that scar got there. And that was because we let God down. We started focusing on materialism. We started focusing on having that nicer car, having a better job than your neighbors, you know, be, you know, getting introverted, being sucked into social media and, and not being around that bear scars, BA and perfect. Um, this is what God has intentions for us, which is why it's important that we never forget because we have had terrible times in our past and what happens, the evil people, they alter that history. And eventually we lose it. They tear down their statues. They tear down their monuments. And let's face it, guys, we don't want to see statues. No one wants to necessarily see the statues that represented the KKK or the racism that existed possibly once in our country, you know, but those same monuments also remind us of the mistakes that we've made. And we can look at that monument and be like, no, we cannot repeat that history. We need to be better going forward. We need to stand by God 100% and not put him second. We've had a, many of us, even some of the best of us, you know, we, we, um, the Native Americans will call them weekend warriors. That would be the people that go to church on Sunday and then they do their old sinning thing all, all week long. No, 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 no. God understands we're going to sin. He doesn't want us to, but he wants us to, to work at it, to remove those sins, to become better people, but to pray to God and to mention God and to talk about God every single day you know um praying one time a day is awesome praying 10 times a day is phenomenal and this is what we need to do everything that we do we need to not just ask god for what we need but we need to thank god for what he's given because he's given so many things you know we often forget you know that we can speak we can walk we can breathe these are all things that we get so used to that we take for granted but remember there was a point when we were kids where we didn't have that stuff We've just had it so long that we forget about it, but we need to wake up and thank God for that. Go to bed and thank God. God, thank you for letting me breathe. Thank you for letting me talk to my lady. Thank you for letting me hug my mom. Thank you for letting me pet my dog. These are all great things. These are things that bring us joy and bring us happiness, but we can't forget where it came from. It didn't come from us. They were gifts to us and we can't forget where it came from and, and who to thank for that. God has done some amazing things in our lives and a lot of it we don't notice until way later. A lot of it we don't recognize. One day we will. But that's the thing, guys, is that nothing that happens in our life wasn't destined by God, either to strengthen us, to bring us love, joy, laughter, or any of those things. But he has our best interest in mind. And sometimes it's, it's, it's difficult to see that, especially if you're flipping on the news and so forth. So guys, it's important right now. Take the time sometimes. Walk away from the news. What's going on in this world is out of our control at this point. You know, but we know that it's in God's control. And if it's happening right now, it was meant to happen, whether it be to wake people up, to put some temporary fear into them until they can find God and realize that the fear is not important. It's what makes us all heroes down the road, heroes to somebody. And it doesn't matter if our names are involved. Like I said, guys, we are all heroes, but we are, we are nothing compared to the greatest hero in this, this earth. That'd be the hero of a thousand faces. That'd be Christ and God. They are here for us all the time and they are leading us down this path. So I'm going to play one more video for you real quick, guys, and we'll talk about that in a minute. This video is called Wivis Veritas, and it means may truth flourish.
We the people around the world are in times unlike ever before. We are in an invisible and very unconventional war that differs in every way from what we are accustomed. We no longer battle with invading foreign armies, but with antagonists that have infiltrated the governments of most of our great countries. An infiltration being run by a shadow government of an elite globalist cabal. With the control of information being the enemy's most dangerous weapon, it is more important than ever that the citizens around the world unite to lift the veil in an effort to wake up the world from this great deception. A deception created to mislead, anger, and divide the people in order to keep us fighting amongst ourselves rather than focus on the real enemies they claim to govern us. This war is not an issue of nationality, culture, gender, or political party. It is a war between good and evil, between those who cherish their freedoms and those that want everything for themselves. Their goal of a new world order is being manufactured to the indoctrination of our children, destruction of the nuclear family, consumption of our properties and farmland, and control of our water, food, and energy. They are destroying our economies and poisoning us with health care. They will take away our independence while expecting us to be happy while owning nothing and eating the scraps that they feed us. We can no longer sit silent and hope to be saved. It will only be the people led by the Heavenly Father that will be able to make this change. If we want to maintain any semblance of a free world for our future generations, we will be the ones that will need to end this tyranny. We must be loud and let our numbers be known, bringing God back to our nations. From sea to shining sea, we need to stand with one another and scream the truth. We must gather in the public passively and unify as brother and brother, sister and sister. We must restrain from drawing the sword by have the sword at the ready. We must be prepared to defend our countries, our freedom, our liberties, and the purity of our lands to dying breath. But most importantly, we must pray and serve our great Lord in every way we can. This war is our final opportunity to preserve our way of living, to keep our voice, and to maintain our religious freedoms. We must remind the governing who they work for and bring the evil to its knees. We must end the deceit, the indoctrination, and the global plans to destroy and enslave us. It is no longer about us, but ensuring our children have a world worth existing. No matter what they try, we must stand firm and never comply. We must take control back now, or we will lose it forever. And once again, that one was called Wivis Veritas, which means may truth flourish. And the truth is the Lord, and it needs to flourish. It needs to go everywhere around this entire world, because if we're going to win this, it's going to be at the hand of God. God's got our backs, guys. God's going to get us through this. But we need to find that courage and the will to stand up and do everything that we can. On a, on a lower level, stop the indoctrination of our children. Pull those kids out of your school. Remove them from the reins of this evil and put them into someone's hands that you trust, which would be yourself or someone that understands the importance of God. Guys, we are going to be the ones that finish this battle being led by God. And we can't ever forget that with God at our back, we're invincible, guys. Our souls are, are eternal. 
And that's because of Jesus Christ. So even if we leave this land prematurely before we think it's our time, God knows that time we're going to end up in heaven. He's going to have works and great deeds for us when we get to heaven as well. Guys, it's coming right now. The world, the evil is trying to do everything they can to destroy what is righteous on this earth. And you know what's standing between them? God and us, his warriors. We're not pawns of the, of the elite. We are valiant warriors of the Lord Almighty. And it's such an absolutely beautiful thing to be part of, no matter how bad things seem to get. We can't ever forget this, guys. We're all going to be part of this history. We're going to be part of the people that either saved this world through God or we do everything that we can until dying breath to make that effort. But we all know that by serving the Lord and, and, and not having that fear, having that courage to go into this war like we should be, we're going to end up in the place we want to be, and that's the heavenly gates. Guys, we have great, wonderful things ahead of us, and don't ever forget that. No matter how bad things get, no matter how chaotic things get, no matter how much evil tries to intervene in your life on a daily basis, we're not going to let it beat us. Guys, we are all carrying the armor of God. And part of that armor, besides prayer, besides God's strength, is love and laughter. Let's bring that against our enemy. They want to bring us negativity. Let's bring them positivity. Let's change their army. Let's bring them over to our side and, and strengthen our army, guys. We have this. Don't ever forget that, guys. Just get on your knees twice a day, eight times a day, as many times as you want to. And pray and thank God for everything that you've been blessed with. Ask God to give you that discernment that you need so that you can help wake people up, so that you can figure out the purpose that God has put you onto this earth for. Guys, this is why we're here at this very, very moment. I want to thank all of you for joining us this evening for uh, this Fishers of Men. Um, Scott will be back tomorrow, and he will be doing um, Bended Knee. And I should be running uh, Bards FM after that, a pre-record show that I'll be doing tomorrow while he's on the road. And there's a chance that I'll be back um, doing a couple more of these Fishers of Men. And I, I certainly am very thankful that you guys have been so welcoming to me because trust me, there's no one in this world on this earth doing podcasts that I would rather listen to than Scott Kesterson. The guy's got a voice that you want to keep your girlfriends away from, that's for sure. But he cares about you. He loves you all. He's on his mission from God. God has bestowed him. He is, God has anointed Scott. There's no question about that, guys. And, and I'm just very thankful that, that Scott has given me the opportunity to fill in for him when he's gone. And I'm very thankful that you guys have been so accepting and so loving to me while being here because I know you guys want to listen to Scott. That being said, guys, I love you all very, very much. I will be back tomorrow um, running Bards FM, doing my show, uh, Kilted Christian, which will have Shemaine Nugent on. So if you guys get a lecture time tomorrow in between Scott's two shows, come over and check out my interview with Shemaine. I'm really looking forward to that. That being said, guys, I love you all. God bless. And I leave you with this. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. We're on the
golden sun sets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world's too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith when your soul answers calls far away. Right. Those of you who are staying around, I'm going to give you about 30 minutes of music. Um, I've got to go to work after this, but I'm not going to leave you hanging. So I'll give you about 30 minutes of music. It's the guts and it's the glory. 
A hundred stripes, a hundred stories. It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July. It's some handwritten letters from home. It's some sleepless nights alone. It's his newborn baby he left with his wife. Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Marching Born and prayed. 
across the sea in such great wonderful beauty and where with a light you can see way down and deep in your soul I hope you will realize this is where you belong I hope you will come alive and welcome to freedom and welcome to home so take me down to the river take me down to the sea to the land of healing things of love carry me As the seas from the day when our world is stayed with love and with laughter and when from the sky comes a light shining sweet so I go I hope you realize this is where you belong I hope you come alive and welcome to freedom welcome to home so take me down to the river take me down to the sea to the land of healing things and love will carry me I want to feel arms around me of each moment that I breathe Surround me, bless my soul to sleep at ease. And if your heart soars on to the pain, well, you can always return now. Cause there's no need to give in to the strain. You just got to believe. So take me down to the river, take me down to the sea. To the land of healing, wings of love will carry me. I want to feel your arms around me of each moment that I breathe. Let your love surround me, bless my soul to sleep at To break these chains and fly away. Stop in this world.
Friends, this is going to be the last song of the evening. We're going to end with a little bit of Sunday. So I hope you all have an absolutely beautiful day, and I will see you tomorrow.
All right, Bards Nation, I will see you tomorrow. Sorry to end it short, but I've got to go to work. Guys, days never, never end. Have a beautiful evening. Get some rest, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Bards will be back tomorrow. Scott will be doing uh, Bended Knee, and I will be running the pre-recorded show tomorrow evening of uh, Bards FM and either running a pre-record of Fishers of Men or I'll be doing it again live. But I want to thank you all for being so welcoming to me. Have a beautiful night. I love you all, and God bless.